In this episode, I share a little bit of my story of how I became a missionary in Ukraine and how it wasn't super clear that that's what God wanted me to do. So if you're in the midst of making a decision and you don't feel like God's clearly speaking to you, this episode is for you. You're listening to Living Created with Ashley Joe, a lifestyle podcast to encourage and equip girls to live the extraordinary lives God created for them. Let's discover what we were created for together. Here is your host, Ashley Joe. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Living Created. And this week, I want to just elaborate on something I talked about two weeks ago, which was how to make a big decision in six steps. Because I know, especially when you're younger, in your 20s, you're making a lot of big decisions. But I want to just kind of share one of my stories of how I ended up actually as a missionary in Ukraine, which was a very big deal, of course. And so I kind of just want to show how I've used some of those principles and how you can be encouraged and know and make a decision and be confident in it and know that God's going to use it for his glory, whether it's exactly what was in his plan or not. I don't believe the map of our lives is as clearly laid out as starting at point A and ending at point B. I think it's very, very big and spread out and branches in a lot of ways because there's a lot of different things we can do and honor God and just grow in our relationship with him through it because that's what I think life is about. So I want to share how I became a missionary in Ukraine. So um, just to go backwards a little bit because you don't really, you can't understand this unless we talk about my first year of college, which I went to Grand Canyon University, which is a school in Phoenix, and I absolutely loved it. And in my first year, I had always, always wanted to go on a mission trip. And I knew going on the mission trip, I would either love it or hate it. And I mean international mission trip, not in America, because I've done a few of those. It's not exactly the same thing. Definitely necessary, but not exactly the same thing. So my first year, I went to the mission meeting that they had. It was kind of like a fair, and they talked about all their different trips. And so I can't even remember which one I was interested in, but I ended up contacting them, and they were already full for that team. So I ended up on the Philippines team. So I went to the Philippines during spring break my freshman year, and it's so crazy. There's so many things that goes into that story. Um, so it wasn't just that that place. It was actually some of the girls that were on the team that were like life-changing for me too. And one of my best friends, we kind of built a relationship on the commonality of going to the Philippines. And it was so cool to do that and experience that with her. Um, and I just remember my first day, we traveled to the Philippines. We were only there for a week. We were specifically supposed to be working with a ministry that was all girls, a branch of the ministry. So our team was all women. So there's 28 of us girls, which was a huge group. And that is not very common, but I absolutely loved it. it made it so fun. Um, and so we specifically got to sit with girls who had gone through different things in their lives, but a lot of them had been abused or in homes and families that were abusive. And so now they were all sisters and lived in the same house together. Um, and so we got to hang out with them and just hear their stories and share our stories. And that was kind of our purpose in being an all-female team going to the Philippines. So the first day, it was a Sunday. And I just remember we went next door to this church. And then in the afternoon, we went to a mega church that was down in Manila, which was like the city, which we were in Manila, just not in the downtown area. And so we went to the city. It's this huge, 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 huge church. Like they have thousands and thousands of people go there every Sunday. And they have one service in English. So we went to the one that was in English. English and it was so crazy 
the whole first day I was on this trip, I just remember feeling so just like I didn't belong there. I felt very, very intimidated and I felt like all the other girls were more equipped and ready to love and serve than I was because I was so uncomfortable and I was comparing myself to other people. And I remember one of the girls did a devotional the next morning and that was what it was on and it was crazy how much I needed to hear that. Um, and I would see like other people's getting their picture taken, which sounds so stupid and I realize how this sounds, but you know what I mean? Nobody knows what you do And then you come home and you get to see all these pictures of people with kids and running around and serving. And that's like the proof. And it was just kind of overwhelming at the moment. But after that first day, there were different things that happened. And it was just like, I cannot explain it. Overwhelming peace and love and just appreciation and just a heart for missions happened on that trip because my eyes were open to what poverty looked like around the world. And my heart was open to what God wanted me to do about things and how he wanted me to love people and stop being afraid of them and being afraid of putting myself out there. And so it was just a crazy trip. I remember coming home thinking, wow, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. And while that seemed pretty clear at the time, I still had a lot of questions for God. And so that was my first year. My second year, I ended up going on a mission trip to India. And that one, I was looking because they had longer term mission trips. So they had a few that were longer than a week or two weeks during the summer. And so I looked at those because now that I'm intrigued by missions, I'm like, all right, is this what you want me to do with my life, Lord? Because I still wasn't sure what direction he wanted to take me. And so I ended up signing up for a two-month trip to India, specifically the state of Manipur and the city Imphal, which is like the northeast corner states. It's, yeah. So that's where I was for two months. And it's crazy. It's kind of a crazy story. But we ended up going with a three-week team. Um, And so we started and all of us were together. I don't remember how many. There was like 12 of us. And so for the first three weeks, we traveled around, went to churches, and it was not at all what I was expecting. And it was very, very much outside of my comfort zone because it was a lot of speaking and a lot of doing things I wasn't expecting. So that was that trip. And I ended up being with one other girl for the majority of that time. So after the three-week team left, there was just the two of us. And we quite literally went from village to village. And we were stuck in a lot of cities because of different um, riots that were going on and governmental issues. And so it was kind of a crazy two months, a very long two months, but it was still eye-opening. But I ended up out of that trip asking God more questions about clarity, about what he wanted me to do. Um, Fast forward, I come home and now I'm like a little bit closer to graduating from college. I probably have a few more semesters left and I'm still asking God, all right, what am I supposed to be doing? So one of my best friends had graduated and her and her husband moved to Worthing, which is south of London, and they were missionaries there for two years. And so I thought about going to visit them just to see what it was like there. And then I actually had another friend who crazily was part of my coming to Jesus story when I was 16 and her name was Natalie and she lived in Uganda. And so I reached out to her just to see if I could go visit and see what she was doing there and how God was working. Even though I hadn't spoken to her in years, it was kind of crazy. Um, And so I reached out to her. I wanted a view of long-term mission work to get those 
questions answered because I could go on short-term mission trips all the time, I over and over again, but you're still not gonna know what it's like long-term because they're very different. And what you do and how you approach culture, it's just a very different situation. And so I went, ended up going to Worthing. I was there for like a week visiting my friend and I wanted to see what their form of mission work was like, which was a little different than normal. And they partnered with a church there while he was going to school to get his master's. And so I got to come and just see what they were doing, see what that culture was like. And I realized that is definitely not the culture that I was created to work in because it was just not my it just didn't sit with me. I don't know how to explain it. It just wasn't for me. I love European culture. Don't get me wrong. But long term, definitely not where I felt called or led or passionate about. And so I ended up after that first week, I went to Uganda. So I was there in Uganda the second week. And I did this stuff by myself, which I traveled by myself. I'm because I've traveled so much and I've traveled by myself before this, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. My parents weren't exactly the most fond of it, but I trusted that the Lord would take care of me through that and I kind of really enjoyed it. And that's my personality type though, Miss Independent. And so I ended up going to Uganda and I was there for two weeks and I cannot explain the amount of peace and overwhelming, just like generous love that I felt while I was there. It was just it was crazy. The Lord is so good. My whole time, I was very much at peace. Like, this is what I want to do. This is what I feel like God's leading me to do. And the ministry and the way that they went about ministry was so cool too. And the awesome part about that is when I told them what my purpose, part of my purpose in going and working with them was, they ended up setting up all of these interviews with women of different ministries in that that area of Uganda. So I got to go and sit with them and ask them questions and really know and hear advice from women who were in long-term mission work. And so it was awesome because it was a short-term trip, but I didn't go with a short-term team. So I got the view of long-term missions by doing it that way. And it brought so much clarity to my life. And when I came home, I can just tell you that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to go do international mission work and I loved it, loved it. And it was so cool. So fast forward, I have one more semester of college and then I graduated in December, which was one semester early. And I was just asking God, what am I supposed to be doing? What do I do? Where do I go? Because I kind of through all those trips over the years, I felt confident that mission work, international mission work was next. Like that was what God wanted me to do. So when it came to that fall period, I really wasn't sure who to go to. I wasn't sure who to go with. I really didn't know. And so I just left it open. I told people about it. I told them I was interested and I started praying about it and I got a few different options. Um, and, but only one really worked out and that was for Ukraine. It was a family friend and he does the monetary giving from this side. So he just does fundraising in America and sends it over to the fully equipped pastors that live in Ukraine. And so they specifically go and minister to the area, but they're equipped by the money that he sends. And so no Americans have gone long-term. They go every year on short-term trips, but that's never been more than a couple of weeks. Um, and so I ended up talking to them, talking about what maybe I could be doing, those kind of things. And so it kind of just worked out. I fundraised all of the money in like two months. 
And then I struggled a lot because I was supposed to leave in January. That was like in my head when I was going to go because there wasn't a structured organization. So I went and did this freely, which I don't recommend, but it was what happened for my, this is my story. That's just kind of how it happened for me. But I um, needed a visa to get into Ukraine and to be there for a year. And it was very, very, very difficult to get in America, like to get to the Ukrainian embassy in America. And every time I called, they didn't really help me very much. And I didn't have anybody to ask because I didn't know any Americans who went to Ukraine to be missionaries. So it was kind of crazy because I was very much alone in the sense of I had to figure out all this stuff. And their government is very difficult to work with. As you can imagine, any other government, that's not your own. (laughs) If you're a foreigner anywhere, it's very difficult, especially longer term, because they want to know what you're doing and all that stuff. So I ended up getting my visa, even though it took way longer than it was supposed to. And so I ended up moving to Ukraine in March of 2018. So I'll talk about in another episode, my experience being a full-time missionary in Ukraine. I actually was only there for seven months, even though I was supposed to be there for closer to a year. Um, And I'm I just, that's my story. That's what happened. But I would love to share that. If you have any specific questions, please send them my way at createdmag.com. But my story of getting to that point, it wasn't always clear. This is what I want you to know. And this is what I kind of shared in that episode. I think it was number 13 and it was how to make a big decision. It's not always clear. It's not always black and white. And it's not always God speaking in your ear saying like, this is what I want you to do. Sometimes you just have to look at your circumstances. You have to look at confirmation through God and what he's speaking to you through other people, through monetary, through like there's so many different aspects to look at. And it's not always going to be super clear. Like I can still tell you going up to moving to the country of Ukraine by myself as a 21 year old. I was not 100% confident that that was what God wanted me to do, but I was interested enough, I had enough passion, and I had enough of a relationship with God to where I knew if it wasn't right, he would have closed the door in some aspect of that entire experience, like that entire thing. He could have not provided the funds. He could have not provided the visa. He could have not provided the support, all those things. If anything had fallen through, then I was going to accept it as not being God's timing and not right. But I knew based on all the circumstances and the open door that I had to go, I knew God wasn't against it. And so that was pretty clear to me that that was an option I had, but it wasn't my only option. I could have gotten a full-time job and just lived in Phoenix. Like I could have done that, but I chose not to because I was interested in international mission work and that was how I felt like God was leading me. But I want you to know it wasn't clear and I don't regret my decision to go to Ukraine. I don't, it did not look at all like what I was picturing in my head, envisioning what I did, how I was there, how I got sick while I was there. None of that was what I pictured, but I don't doubt that God was working in it all and was using it all for my good and for the good of others. But It wasn't super clear. So if you're in the midst of trying to make a decision about your life, about what direction you want to go, what passion you want to chase after, don't overcomplicate it and say, I will only do this if God is super clear because he's not always clear. And that doesn't make it any easier. But I just wanted to share this story because it's not my only story of lack of clarity, but I have confidence in my God and who he is. And I have confidence in the fact that I am repeatedly putting myself in a position to hear from God. 
I read my Bible, which I absolutely love and will teach you how to do. I pray. I listen to him. I spend time in community. I'm surrounded by people who love him as much as I do. All of those things lead into me being able to hear from him and discerning his voice. So that's one thing that you can do and ensure you're doing so that whatever you're going after, it lines up with him. So I had my ears open and my hands open and I was willing to do anything and that's kind of what happened. So I just wanted to share this kind of as a little bit of an encouragement because sometimes people don't talk about when they weren't called, when they weren't called to do something specific to go someplace. Because you hear a lot of testimonies and it's like people are like, oh God showed it to me in these 15 different ways and it was just like, I couldn't deny it. This is exactly what God wanted me to do. But that wasn't how God communicated to me when I became a missionary in Ukraine, which was a big life decision. So yeah, I I just wanted to share this to encourage you and to let you know you're not alone and it's okay that you have options and that's not super clear. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's number 13 and I just appreciate you listening to this episode. I hope it encourages you and I hope if you have any questions or need prayer for something, you send them my way because I'm here to be your friend and to encourage you along the way. Thanks friends. I cannot wait to talk to you again next week.